0: You're listening to KZO Allen, Oleander Public Radio. Reading by Bologna Times. The Reader's Corner, a meeting place for readers of astounding stories. From Australia. Dear editor, I am taking the privilege of writing to you in an endeavor to show my appreciation of your magazine, Astounding Stories. Although I am an inveterate reader, I must say that I have never read any book or magazine to come up to the above, and confess that though I am ignorant of the intricacies of science, and lacked interest in same prior to my reading your first issue, same is described so plainly that I have no trouble in fully understanding exactly what the author conveys. I must thank you for this other interest in the monotony of life. Have pleasure of informing you that, through my enthusiasm, have created several subscribers, and on occasions, when adopting the age-old custom of placing my foot upon the rail and bending the elbow, have entered into many a conversation and discussion, read the different stories included in your magazine. I assure you of my wholehearted support in the furthering of the popularity of your enjoyable and unique work in my country, and wish you every success in your venture. M. B. Johnson, Melbourne, Australia Mr. Neal's Favorites Dear Editor, The other day I saw Astounding Stories on one of the newsstands. I purchased it and, after reading Brigands of the Moon, I eagerly finished the rest of the magazine. I did not like Out of the Dreadful Depths. In my opinion, it should not be in a science fiction magazine. The only thing the matter with your magazine is that it is too small. I would like to read some stories in our magazine by Ed Earl Rep, David H. Keller, M.D., Miles J. Brewer, M.D., and Stanton Coplitz. Francis Neal, Kokomo, Indiana No Ghost Stories Dear Editor, I received your April issue, and I think it is the best yet. I have but one complaint to make, and that is, your magazine seems to print some good science stories, but also has some stories which do not belong in a science fiction magazine. They might come under the name of Weird Tales. Is your magazine devoted to pure, 100% science fiction? If so, I think you ought to leave out the ghost stories. Lewis Wensler, Brooklyn, New York From The Other Sex Dear Editor, You'll be surprised to hear from a girl, as I notice only boys wrote to praise your new magazine. I tried reading some of the science fiction magazines my brother buys every month, but I'd start reading a story only to leave it unfinished. But your magazine is different. When I picked it up to read it, I thought I'd soon throw it down and read something else. But the moment I started to read one of the stories of your new magazine, I read it to the finish. I never read such vivid and exciting stories. Even my brother, who loves all kinds of science fiction magazines, couldn't stop praising your new magazine. He said, Astounding stories. Beats them all. Some of your readers criticized your new magazine, and I haven't anything but disagreement for them. Yet, who am I to judge persons who have read and know all about science fiction? Will recommend your new magazine to all my friends. Sue O'Bara, Chicago, Illinois. January issue was first. Dear Editor, I have just finished reading the April issue of Our Magazine. Can mere words describe my feelings? I am classing the stories as follows. A. Excellent. B. Very good. C. Good. D. Passable. E. Poor. A. Monsters of Moyen. Vampires of Venus. The Ray of Madness. The Soul Snatcher. B. The Man Who Was Dead. C. None. D. None. E. None. Brigands of the Moon is getting more and more interesting. Can you please tell me which month's issue was the first one, as I didn't procure the first two copies and should like to do so? Eli Meltzer, Brooklyn, New York. Eclipses All. Dear Editor, Just as soon as your new magazine came out, I espied it. It eclipsed all the other magazines on the stand. As a cub magazine, I couldn't ask for more. I am going to comment on your stories now because I know you want me to, for I know you would like to know what sort of stories your readers like. I have a lot to say about Ray Cummings. He is the best writer I have ever seen. His stories couldn't be beat. Phantoms of Reality was a corking good story, but I believe his new serial, Brigands of the Moon, is going to be better. Captain S.P. Meek is a very good writer also. I take immense joy in his Dr. Bird stories. And we must not forget that great writer, Murray Leinster. His stories are really good. I congratulate you on your new magazine, Mr. Editor. Albert Philbrook, Springfield, Ohio. A unique magazine. Dear Editor, I've been trying to write your magazine for a long time, so here goes. I've bought every copy from the first issue and sure think it is a good magazine. In fact, I should say a unique magazine. There are but few magazines in its class among science fiction magazines. The stories come up to the standards of good science fiction, and some go far above it. A few stories I didn't not like were The Man Who Was Dead, The Soul Snatcher, The Corpse on the Grating, and The Stolen Mind. The science in all these stories was very poor, but your magazine became better in my eyes when you published Phantoms of Reality, Tanks, Old Crompton's Secret, Brigands of the Moon, Monsters of Moyen, and all of Captain S. P. Meek's stories. These were extraordinarily good stories, "'Wesso's drawings are very good, and I hope you keep him. "'I have seen his drawings in another magazine for quite a time. "'I don't like the illustrations of your other artist. "'Could you, by chance, secure an artist by the name of Leo Mori or Hugh McKay? "'They both illustrate for other science fiction magazines and are about as good as Wesso. "'Please keep the latter. "'And why don't you have him do all of your illustrating?' Sorry to seem such a grouch, but I don't like your grade of paper, either. And why not enlarge the magazine to about eleven by nine by one-half inch, and charge twenty-five cents for your thoroughly good magazine, apart from the defects I have mentioned. About your authors. They are, for the most part, good. But they are mostly amateurs at writing science fiction stories. I am delighted to see such expert writers of science fiction as... Harl Vincent, Ray Cummings, Victor Rousseau, and Captain S. P. Meek, writing for your magazine. But couldn't you include in your staff of authors A. Hyatt Verrill, Dr. Miles J. Brewer, Dr. David H. Keller, R. F. Starzy, and a few more such notable authors? I hope to see these authors in your magazine soon. Linus Miller, Farmington, Missouri. The Star System. Dear Editor, One star means fairly good, two stars good, three stars excellent, four extraordinary, no stars, just another story. I give Brigands of the Moon by Ray Cummings, three stars. The Atom Smasher by Victor Rousseau, three stars. Murder Madness by Murray Leinster, two stars. Into the Ocean Depths by S. P. Wright, two stars and The Jovian Jest by L. Lorraine, No Stars. It was short and sweet. Wesso sure can draw. I would like to see a full-page illustration for each story by him. My favorite type of stories are interplanetary, and, second favorite, stories of future wars. Will you have many of them in the future? I like long stories like the novelette in the May issue of Astounding Stories. Jack Darrow Chicago, Illinois. We expect not to. Dear Editor, While going over your The Reader's Corner of the April issue, I notice in your answer to one of the letters that you will avoid reprints. Now, many of your readers have not read the older classics of science fiction. Would it not be a good idea to publish a reprint at least once a year? One of the suggestions given was Merritt's Through the Dragon Glass. Another very interesting story, and one that I am sure almost all of your followers have not read, is The Blind Spot by Homer Flint. I like the idea of having three members to a volume, as it will be much easier to bind. Now, starting with the April issue, I think that the best story in there is Monsters of Moyen. The Ray of Madness was up to the usual standard of Captain S. P. Meek's stories. The Man Who Was Dead was fairly good—average, I would say. I did not like Vampires of Venus. I say that the May issue was the best of the astounding stories. I was satisfied with every story in it. Into the Ocean Depths was the best story, The Atom Smasher being a close second. I liked the way the story Into the Ocean Depths ended a slight trace of sadness, and not at all like the and they lived happily ever after, ending, a real story. I was disappointed in not finding any story concerning Dr. Bird in the April issue. Will any more be printed soon? Before I close, I would like a definite answer to this question. Will you ever, or in the near future, reprint any of the genre of science fiction stories, by the late master, Garrett P. Service, or from the pen of A. Merritt or H. G. Wells. Nathan Greenfield, New York City. Again, reprints. Dear Editor, Although I am a reader of six science fiction magazines, I was more than glad to see the latest one out. Astounding stories. Because the stories are all interesting, I consider astounding stories superior to most of the science fiction periodicals on the newsstands today. My favorite stories are those of interplanetary voyages and other worlds. My favorite authors are Ray Cummings, A. Merritt, Victor Rousseau, Murray Leinster, Arthur J. Burks, and Harl Vincent. I hope that you will soon have stories by Edmund Hamilton and David H. Keller. Now here is something I hope you will give some thought and consideration. I noticed that many of the readers wrote in requesting reprints. I am one of those who would like to see you publish some reprints, especially stories by Edgar Rice Burroughs, A. Merritt, and Ray Cummings. These authors have written many masterpieces of science fiction. It is very difficult, if not impossible, for a person to get these stories. They could be made available easily if Astounding Stories would reprint them. Most of the readers who object to reprints do so because they would hate to see a story by H.G. Wells or Jules Verne. I, myself, do not like these authors as they are too dull, but if you have only reprints by the three authors I mentioned and a few other popular writers, I am sure all the readers would welcome them. At least you could have a vote and see how they stand on reprints. Michael Fogaris, Passaic, New Jersey. Likes The Reader's Corner Dear Editor, Your The Reader's Corner interests me very much. It surely does show how your magazine pleases its readers. You cannot get too much science in your stories to suit me. Chemistry and physics more than anything else. I surely enjoyed reading Mad Music and The Thief of Time, I don't like long stories. They are too interesting to have to wait a month for the next part. I hope that your magazine continues to have as astounding stories as it has in the past. Vern L. Einrich Casey, Illinois From Master Weiner Dear Editor, one day coming home from school I saw your magazine. That night I bought it and have since been an ardent reader. But why not give us a change? I prefer stories of the Sargasso Sea, the Maelstrom, and about invasions of the earth. Milton Weiner, age 12, Baltimore, Maryland. High Praise Dear Editor, Enclosed you will find 20 cents in stamps for the first copy of Astounding Stories. I have just finished the May issue of Astounding Stories, and the rating of the stories is... 1. Brigands of the Moon. Excellent. 2. The Atom Smasher. Marvelous. 3. Murder Madness. Perfect. 4. Into the Ocean Depths. Good. 5. The Jovian Jest. Pretty good. The cover designed by H. Wesso is good. Don't lose him. I would like more stories by Victor Rousseau and Ray Cummings. Where are some stories by H. G. Wells, Stanton Coblins, Gawain Edwards, Francis Flagg, Henrik Jarve, and Dr. Keller. My favorite stories are interplanetary stories. Here are some things that may improve your magazine, though I must say that your magazine is about perfect as it is. More pictures and long stories. About two novelettes in each issue. About two short stories in each issue. More interplanetary novels and novelettes. About one serial in one issue smoother paper. Isidore Horowitz, New York City. Fairly good satire. Dear Editor, I have read your two issues of Astounding Stories, and I feel that they will fill a very much-needed place in literature. I am especially interested in the stories like The Vampires of Venus and The Brigands of the Moon." The Vampires of Venus can be classified as a fairly good satire on Earth beings. I consider that story one with a moral. It reminds one of Voltaire's Micromagus, and its taking us to another planet to show us our faults at home will stimulate interest in social improvement. I have kept tab on Edgar Rice writings because he teaches evolution in a way that makes it easy for the ordinary reader to grasp. You have a great field, if you can keep up the interplanetary stories and mix some evolutionary stories with them. The true stories are playing a valuable part in stimulating people to take a deeper view of life, and you have a field in astounding stories almost without a competitor. J.L. Stark, Louisville, Kentucky. He is H.W. Wesselowski. Dear Editor, Since I have read every copy of Astounding Stories since it was inaugurated, I feel well qualified to contribute a few bouquets and also some criticism. The cover illustrations are wonderful, but I cannot find the artist's name on it. So good an artist should put his moniker on his productions. I am glad to see that the words Super Science are on the top of the cover in bright red letters, some other science fiction magazines seem desirous of disguising the contents of their magazines for some obscure and mysterious reason and now a brickbat it is my humble opinion that the science should be examined more carefully before the stories are printed in this excellent magazine the stories should be not only astounding but should contain some science information that will be remembered after the fiction is forgotten the Man Who Was Dead is an excellent ghost story, or a weird tale, but is out of place in Our Magazine. I take the liberty to call it Our Magazine, since a department is given over to the readers, and we express our choice of the kind of stories that are printed. However, taken altogether, Our Magazine is steadily improving. Each issue up to now has been distinctly better than the one before. I have graded the stories in the April and May copies as follows. Excellent. Vampires of Venus, The Ray of Madness, Brigands of the Moon, Murder Madness, Into the Ocean's Depths, and The Jovian Jest. Good. Monsters of Moyen, The Atom Smasher, and The Soul Searcher. Poor. The Man Who Was Dead. My favorite authors are Dr. David H. Keller, Carl Vincent, Lilith Lorraine, Anthony Pelcher, Captain S. P. Meek, Dr. Miles J. Brewer, and Ray Cummings. I can hardly wait a month for my next copy. Wayne D. Bray, Campbell, Missouri. Story says Cro-Magnons fled to Europe. Dear Editor, Ever since I was first introduced to astounding stories by a cousin, I have been a steady reader. I have not missed a single issue so far. I hope you will have stories by Hyatt Farrell, Edgar Rice Burroughs, Edmund Hamilton, Leslie Stone, Stanton A. Coblentz, and Francis Flagg. The stories I like best in each issue, not counting serials, are Phantoms of Reality, Spawn of the Stars, Vandals of the Stars, Vampires of Venus, and The Atom Smasher. In The Atom Smasher, It says that all Europeans descended from the Atlanteans. Now when the hero killed them all with the disintegrating ray, would he not have effected their birth? Wesso is some artist. I saw a mistake on the cover of the March issue. The color of space is a deep black, not blue, because the blue color of the heavens, when viewed from the earth, is due to the reflection of light by the atmosphere. George Brand, Schenectady, New York the Reader's Corner. All readers are extended a sincere and cordial invitation to come over in the Reader's Corner and join in our monthly discussion of stories, authors, scientific principles, and possibilities, everything that's of common interest in connection with our astounding stories. Although from time to time the editor may make a comment or so, this is a department primarily for readers, and we want you to make full use of it. Likes, dislikes, criticisms, explanations, roses, brickbats, suggestions. Everything's welcome here. So come over in the reader's corner and discuss it with all of us. The editor. Number one. Editor's Note. The Forgotten Planet. July 1930 issue of Astounding Stories. Number two. Mr. Bond has made a laughable error in his description. Like all of the Coleoptera the Mercurians were hexapoda, six-legged. What Mr. Vaughan continually refers to in his narrative as upper arms were really the antenna of the insects, which split at the end into four flexible appendages resembling fingers. His mistake is a natural one, for the Mercurians use their antenna as extra arms. James S. Carpenter End of Section 26.